0: taken from Luke chapter 17 Luke chapter 17 verse 32 when you have it say amen Luke chapter 17 verse 32 says let them come on in remember Lot's wife. You may be seated. (laughs) Somebody said, boy, I sure wasn't expecting that. How many, how many really need the Lord? Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I do. Amen. Not just because I'm up here preaching, but when you really look at what's going on out there, Lord, I need you right now. Not, I need you yesterday. There, there is only one other verse that I know of in the Bible shorter than this, and that is Jesus wept. There are many things that can be asked when we say these three words. Here are two. What did she do? What happened when she did it? But we really don't know why she did it. We know she looked back when she was told not to. We know she turned into a pillar of salt. When God is about to do something, and he instructs us what not to do, it is in our best interest to obey the voice of God. Lot's family was right in the middle of turmoil. In a city surrounded by sin and corruption. When you look around today, what you see may be a different time, maybe a different city, a different country, a different place, and even different people. But the same sin is happening with different clothes on. There are things that happen to us in life, some we can remember, some we enjoy looking back on, but there are some things we don't need to remember. We don't need to look back on, and surely we don't need to go back to them. This morning we want to say stay focused and don't look back. Stay focused. And don't look back. Again, it's it's one thing to remember. And another thing to look back on what you remember. But when you remember and look back and begin to do those things, that's not good. Especially when God has delivered you from what you are looking back on. If what you knew was bad and you got delivered, why go back to it? Uh, man has more technology today than ever. And the problem that we have, or the world has, is the world's going backwards. Man has more technology, but l- less knowledge on how to run it. Trains are better, but crashing more. Planes are better, but are beginning to run into each other. When we say, remember Lot's wife, you really have to go back to Genesis. So let's go back to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 18. Look at verse 16. If we're going to remember Lot's wife, we got to find out what Lot's wife really did or what really happened in that time. We want to compare Genesis 18, 16, and, and with what's going on today. In verse 16, it says, And the men, the men being the angels that visited Abraham and Sarah, the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom and Abraham, went with them to bring them on the way. These angels were on an assignment from God. They first visited was with Abraham and Sarah, concerning Sarah having a son. But they also had another assignment. They sat and ate with both Abraham and Sarah. And in and, and, and hearing this, remember, Hebrews tells us, be not forgetful to entertain Amen. strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. Amen. In verse 17 it says, And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Or should I tell Abraham what I'm about to do? God made Abraham aware, just like God warns and makes us aware. God is warning us today. He told us he's coming back. He told us how he is coming back and what is going to happen when he comes back. What is about to happen to Sodom is similar to what will happen to the earth on that day. The Lord told Abraham in verse 20, because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. And because their sin is very grievous. God said, I will go down now and see. I'm going to check this, check this out. Exactly what's happening. How many know the earth is crying out to God to what's happening to it? The earth is crying out. When when Cain slew Abel, his brother, God told Cain, The voice of thy brother's blood cries unto me from the ground. No matter what it is or where it is, God sees hears. God sees and hears all. Don't think for a moment that God cannot see what is going on on the earth today. And just like God had a set time to Sodom, God has a set time for us today. Abraham asked God, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Even though the world is worse now, We ask God the same question with different words. Lord, what's going on? What are you you going to do? God, that's messed up. Give me a break. Be careful, Lord. As if we can instruct him. This is his world. He created. He created you to live in it. And you can't do right. But you're going to tell him what to do. Right. Abraham, now watch it. Abraham started out asking God, if there be 50, will you destroy it? Lord, if there just be 50 righteous, would, would you destroy it? Then he said, Lord, if it lacked five, would you still destroy it? Then, Lord, if there's just 40 righteous, would you destroy it? Lord, Lord, if there's, just, if there's 30, would you not destroy it? Lord, let me, let me just ask, if there'd be 20, how about 20? How many I know God knew all along what Abraham was driving at? Abraham was concerned about Lot. Abraham interceded in his prayer, talking to God for Lot's sake. Just like Jesus is interceding for us, Jesus died that we may live. If, if, if again, in paraphrasing, Lord, give them another year. I'm so glad he give me another year. Huh? I want to dig about and dung it. He can bring forth the very character that he's supposed to bring forth anyway. Saints, if, 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 if God would have taken me when I was a teenager, thank you, Jesus. I know some of y'all can say the same thing. Y'all, y'all would not Y'all wasn't one of the righteous. (laughs) But he's given you another opportunity to get it right. Ain't the Lord wonderful? In in verse 32, remember now, Abraham had just talked God down to 20. You know, Lord, if it's 20 now, but it says, Let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak yet, but this once. preadventure 10 shall be found there. Oh, you done got him down to 10 now. Oh, okay. Okay. Abraham. I, I know where you're going. I know where you're going today. If God told us what he was about to do, rather than talk to God on their behalf, we'd be on the phone. Girl, let me tell you, Jesus is coming back now. You better get yourself together. To look out now. Somebody's phone. with Jesus, kind. better don't don't worry about what that, Just just get some clothes on it. get get on out of. There. Jesus only he died in the street. Let me preach. Honey, let me preach She she she, she just be digging in a message. Everybody be outside trying, trying to take a picture. The sky is cracking. Here come now. Here, you can see, see, you can see it. Hold me up. What you gonna do with it if you did? Where you gonna post it? <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is so good. In spite of our stupidity and, and comedy, He knows. He knows if, if if what we need to Abraham didn't have this technology. All he could do was talk to God. If Jesus came back, it wouldn't do you no good anyway. Now, look at Genesis 19. Verse one. We see the angels had made their way to Sodom. And it says in verse one. And there came two angels to Sodom at even. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Lot knew they were angels. And to say that, we know when people are not of God. When we're in the midst of them, we we know we know. We know just by their conversation. And and I have learned if you give a person long enough, if you let them talk long enough, they will let you know exactly where they are. Yeah. Amen. I mean, it's 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 like when when I'm at Kroger's and around people and and talking to them and, and just seeing how they are and would you like such, such, and they get to talking. And boy, all of a sudden, some words be flying out. And, and it's like, you know what, I thank you. It's time for me to move on. I don't want nobody to even be in the midst. See me talk to somebody who's talking like that. Sometimes I can't get away. I mean, but you know. Now look at verse 2. And he said, Behold, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. Lot was saying it's not it's not safe here. If if this was us today, we would be saying, "Dude, you want you want to be out here at night." Right. First of all, half the street lights is broke. <laughs> and and the ones that ain't broke is because they ain't got none. All kinds of things is going on. I don't know if you've been watching the news or not. The LGBTQ is protesting. They're still protesting the election. Police brutality is on the rise. Trust me, on the streets is not where you want to be right now. People robbing all over the place. They're just breaking in. The people still in their houses and they're breaking in. Dude, you don't want to be around. But it says in verse 3, and he pressed upon them greatly. He insisted. He didn't stop. Come on. Come on in the house. Let me, let me tell you how, how persuasive my mother was. She let me play outside until the streetlights came on. We had streetlights. She said, when the street light comes on, you come in the house. Okay, mama. I I really got to playing one time. And to this day, this is why I don't wear shorts. (laughs) But I got to playing. And that street light came on. And I was still playing. And next thing I know, my mama done came down the street with one of them weeping willows. Again, I, I tell y'all things, I don't know why they, they, the, the willow be weeping, because I was the one weeping. And she whooped me all the way in the house. It was bad enough my legs felt the pain. But everybody around saw what was going on. I was embarrassed. I was hurt. But I learned. Now, did I go out the next day? Sure did. Did I come in when the streetlights came on? No. I came on before. <laughs> the sun hadn't even dropped. I was in the house. I knew what was going on. But, and, and so, Lot knew just how bad things were. And he's insisting upon it, come on in the house. says, and, and he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned into him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Now, if we were to compare this crime of Sodom and Gomorrah, it's like the Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Or could you say like the violence in the streets of San Francisco? There is no sin that was not being committed. But before they lay down, in verse 4, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, come past the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And, you know, all the people in the city saw these two, and they, they came flocking. Bring these men to us. I want you to know sin has no color. has no age. has no gender, gender just like today. Now listen to this. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. Bring them. We see them. And they didn't mean, "Hi, my name is so-and-so, what's your name? What they mean then, Pastor? Children? If you don't know what knowing them means, ask your parents. Or really, should I say, parents? If you don't know what knowing them means, ask your children. Because they know. Lot attempted to protect the angels. In Verse 6 it says, And Lot went out at the door unto the went out at the door unto them and shut the door after them. You know how we do. When, when, when somebody comes to the house and we don't want them to know what's inside the house, we, we step outside and close the door. What you want? What's going on? Lot was protecting his house. So verse 7 says, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. I know what you come for. And, and, and look in verse 8, and let's see what he was willing to do. Behold, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do you to, ye, to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Look at what he was willing to do. Now, if this was you, how far would you be willing to go to protect them? You don't, you don't have to say anything. I know just what you'd say. Bruh, I feel you, but you're on your own. I try to protect you and tell you to come in the house. I ain't giving, I ain't giving. would you give up your daughter? Oh, he, oh. <laughs> you I, I'm packing. <laughs> you, you come on this way if you want to. I give you a nine, or 45. I may, I may give you Acts 238. We are not willing to do anything such. I mean, let's be honest. I'm, I'm saved but I ain't, I ain't that saved. But I should be willing to give my life. That's what's most important. Give your life, not somebody else's. I tried. They just won't listen. But in spite of his willingness to give and sacrifice for the angels, The angels would not allow him to give his daughters for their sake. Remember, they had an assignment. Verse 9 says, And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now will he deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot and came near to break the door. These men were so wicked, they were ready to break in and take what they wanted by force, whether it was right or wrong, regardless of who they hurt. This world is in the same state of mind, doing the the same things. But it says in verse 10, but the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. They ain't just pulled him back. Again, they were an assignment. And in their assignment, they could not allow Lot and his family to be hurt. The assignment was to remove Lot and destroy the city. So what did the angels do? Glad you asked. Look at verse 11. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they were wearied, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Blind, blind and could not find where it was at. Now listen to the next verse closely. And the men said unto Lot, Has thou here any besides, son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place? For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxed great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Besides his wife, Lot had, according to the scriptures, sons, sons-in-law, and daughters. But his sons and sons-in-law were, who were married in his, to his daughters were caught up in the sins of Sodom and Gomorrah, and they were not there. Somebody's saying, Pastor, not the son-in-law. Watch the next verse. And Lot went out and spake unto his son in laws, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son in laws. When it says he seemed as one that mocked unto his son in laws, what it's saying is, Lot warned his son in laws like a prophet. And advised them like a father. But they did not believe what he said. We are being warned, advised, encouraged, and exhorted. But the world and others are still not believing. Sodom and Gomorrah was about to be destroyed because of their sinful ways. The world is about to be destroyed today because of their sinful ways. Now look at verse 15. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, and the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. In the morning, they were instructed to go. They were hastened, meaning, hurry up. You, you, you know how you wait till the last minute, and you and her, I got, to, I got to go now. Ain't got no time for no coffee. Hasten means, Cause to move swiftly. I never have understood that pe- people wait to the last second to get it, to go to work and then they got the speed. <laughs> Morning rush. But it, it says lot lingered. Lot was slow in leaving. Maybe he thought his sons were coming, or maybe his son in laws changed their mind. But when God says move, it does not mean take your time or wait on anyone. You, you know, I, I got I got to wait. We 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 do that with, with church. Oh. You you could have said anything but but that. I'm just I'm just waiting on, I know, I know certain individuals. If you ain't ready, when I'm ready, drive your own car. But it's important. And and I I'm speaking for myself. I, I don't like being late. Amen. I feel like if I'm late, I'm gonna miss something. Huh? And if we are late in doing what God is saying to do, we may miss something Amen. that we don't want to miss. Amen. But he lingered. Again, it does not mean take your time or wait on anyone. However, in his lingering, God showed mercy. Just like our slothfulness to take heed to his word, God shows us mercy. God, through Jesus, has shown us mercy with his grace. Now, we know Lot's wife looked back and was turned into pillar of salt. Much is missed at stopping here. But let's let's go on. Look at verse 16 again. It says, and while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, they brought him forth and set him without the city. Man must protect his wife and family. If Lot had not lingered, would this have happened to his wife? Selah. That's a question. Verse 18 says, And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape from, for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. All was instructed at this point not to look back. 18 says, And Lot said unto them, Oh, nor, not so, my Lord. And Lot's complaint. We can go, we can't go to the mountains. It's not safe there. If he had listened, what well, his wife had been turned to so. Behold now, in verse 19, the servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil take me and I die. You just left evil. (laughs) Behold, now this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let us escape thither. It is not a little one, and and my soul shall live. The angel saying go to the mountain, but you want to go to another city. And it's a little one. You know, there's little sins in little cities. Lot is saying, can't we make a small adjustment in your plan, angels? Isn't that what we are asking God many times a day? God, can we make an adjustment in what you're asking me to do? Uh, rather than do your will, can I half-wheel it? Can I hang on to this just a little while? Can I stay in this relationship just a few more minutes? And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning these things also, that I will not overthrow the city for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot... Do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. This is the angel talking. The angel was plainly saying, I have orders to destroy this city. And I can't do nothing until you get out. Go, get out of here so that I can do what God has commanded me to do. Remember, Lot's wife. But if Lot would have done as he was told from the beginning, would his wife have lived? If anybody remembered his wife, Lot did. Lot remembered what he did afterwards. Don't allow what you selfishly want to cause someone to lose their life. Husbands, protect your wives. Protect your children. They are supposed to follow in your steps. You are the head. As Christ is the head of the church, we are the head of our spouses. And we should set the example for them that they don't get lost. That they don't turn and go back. Do you know because many have not followed the instructions of the Lord, there's been divorces? Wives have turned and gone back, doing something that they shouldn't do, getting into something they shouldn't get into? The angel was plain in what he was saying. Look at verse 23. The sun risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Saints, let us not linger. Let us not procrastinate. Let us not be selfish and go our own way. Let's become steadfast and remember his voice. Now, let us close and remember these two things. Hebrews 13 and 7 says this. If you want something to remember, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, but not only that, whose faith followeth. Consider the end of their conversation in Revelation 3 and 3. Remember therefore how thou hast received and learned and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. With that, stay focused. My time is up and I thank you for yours.